you look at your gift basket inventory and see that you are low on supply. So what is it time for? Time to go out and get your inventory if it's not being delivered to you. You go out and about to your suppliers and you see some really great products that are new on their shelves that you believe are going to be great for certain themes that you're going to put together. And you purchase that merchandise. Six months later, you've barely sold one. What do you do now? You have this inventory that is in your midst, on your shelves, and you want to turn it. That's why you buy inventory. You want to sell it for a higher price within the gift basket designs that you create. How do you approach inventory that's not going to sell or isn't selling right now? Do you continue to try to sell it for another six months? Do you give it away? Do you repurpose it in a certain way? Let's talk about what you do with products that don't sell. I've certainly had them. You may have as well. I hope you haven't. But a lot of times we're taking chances, just like a traditional retailer. We take chances in what is going to sell and what is not, and not really what's not going to sell, but we take chances purchasing inventory that we believe is going to be great sellers. Let's find out what you can do with products that aren't selling as fast as you want them to sell. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, the Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. It seems that at the beginning of my gift basket life, I was a magnet for items that did not sell. There were certain items that did sell all the time. Certainly people love goodies. And there were some goodies as well as gifts that just wouldn't leave my shelves. (laughs) They just stayed in my studio. And I had to figure out, am I going to just pack it up and put it underneath the shelf and forget about it for a while? And I certainly didn't want to do that because I've spent money on those certain products. And the same with you. You have taken the time to figure out what you hope your customers will like. Sometimes you do know, many times you do know exactly what they're going to like. But sometimes you take a chance with some new merchandise thinking that the time is right, the geographic area is the type to want a certain kind of item. Maybe it's some kind of fragrance, not a perfume, but something like a candles or something else that holds a fragrance. Or maybe it is a gift item or even a gourmet item. There are certain things that we think are going to be great. My really bad story is buying bird ladders. Yes, the kinds of ladders that birds stand on inside of their cage. I bought bird ladders to create a gift basket for a person who was changing jobs. 
This was supposed to be the ladder of success. Oh, now how corny can you get? (laughs) But I bought a dozen ladders to make this success ladder gift with all kinds of other things that a new employee would need or would want at that new job and not one ladder sold. So what did I end up doing? I donated the ladders to a bird sanctuary and my accountant helped me to write off the product. But you don't always want to go that route. If you can sell it, you want to sell it. And I was certainly glad to donate the ladders because I really did want them out of my sight. I didn't want to keep going into my studio and seeing these bird ladders that were such a failure for me. So there are different ways that you can take care of inventory that isn't going anywhere in your designs or really not selling in your designs. You can either sell the product, which is repurposing the product really, because it's not selling. You have to put a different spin on certain products that you buy, if you can. Sometimes you give the product away, as I did with the bird ladders. Sometimes there's going to be a group that you want to support, and you can give away certain items to those groups, depending on the product and the group, if there is a match. And then other times, there are other ways. So you can repurpose and really give it away, or you can have a different way of giving items away, such as at a charity or an auction or some kind of event like that. And when you do give your products away, there are benefits to that that I'll share with you. So first, if you want to really try to sell a product, there may be a way to repurpose the items. I purchased some golf items for my business and they weren't selling as quickly as I wanted them to. It had been around three, four months, and they were still in the inventory, and a golf event, a really big golf event, was coming into the New York City area. There was a radio station that I had a relationship with, and I knew that one of the executives, one of the account executives, was heavily into golfing. You could see that when you went into the office and you look around, as you ought to be doing as well when you go to another person's office to see what kind of memorabilia and tchotchkes and all kinds of items they have in their office. And I saw lots of golf items on this particular executive's desk. When the golf event came around, I put together a golf gift and gave it to the executive to thank him for the orders and the support and the advertising, really, that he helped me put together to get a lot of orders through the radio station. That, for me, was a good giveaway because it was simply providing gratitude to this particular person and goodwill. That's the word I'm looking for. And that, in turn, brought me more sales because now the relationship through the golf gift had elevated. The relationship with that person was a little stronger, even though it was great to begin with. There's a designer, longtime designer, who had purchased plush gorillas. And the plush gorillas were not selling as quickly as she wanted to. So she repurposed the gorillas. I don't remember the exact reason she bought them. Perhaps for a zoo gift or something like that. But she repurposed the gorillas into a romantic product. A product that went into a romantic gift. And the romantic gift had two different options of the theme. One theme was, I'm ape over you. So the gorilla was in that gift. And another option, another theme was, 
forgive this big ape. So one could have been Valentine's focus and the other was apology. And that's how she turned the plush gorillas into an item that sold quickly. So those are just a couple of ideas that you can take to look at your inventory, consider what's not selling, and not overlook the inventory, not say, I'll deal with that later. Later is right now. You've got money tied up into some kinds of products, some of your products that aren't moving. And it's time to have a different focus on how you can sell those items. Another way that I got rid of, gave away some items was group of heart-shaped sponges that I purchased that I thought and still think would be great in spa gifts. At the time, I must not have been positioning my spa gifts properly because the heart-shaped sponges were not selling. So instead of trying to repurpose it, which I could have done, there was an event happening at a woman's shelter and I made a couple of mini spa baskets for the women at the shelters. And I knew that the sponges would be very useful to them. So that for me was a good heartfelt gift in the mode of being philanthropic, giving to charity. And that's another option that you have with products that simply won't sell. You can be very philanthropic. As I mentioned, you can give the item away to charity or you can find, if you can find, different types of auctions that are happening. You can create your gift baskets for auctions, which we've talked about in the past regarding donation gift baskets. You can also use any items that you simply can't sell as a sponsorship item in terms of any kinds of sports events Or again, with a shelter, not only for women, but there are men's shelters as well. There may be an animal shelter as well. We can't forget four-legged friends. Or there may be something happening or not happening in terms of a pediatrics ward at a hospital or perhaps at a birthing center where some items that can be good for those kinds of places, sports, shelter, animal facilities, and pediatrics as examples, sometimes your products pair with those places so that you can give it away in that manner. If you are giving away items that don't sell, it is time for you to let the public know that you are sponsoring charitable places so that when you do let the public know, and hopefully your newspaper, local newspaper, will print such information, such as in regular print in the newspaper or online, on their online version of the newspaper, here you are getting publicity so that your visibility is expanded. It also helps you to have more connections with people who find out about you, what you're doing. Certainly when people find out that you're giving items away in a way, I mean, for you, you're giving it away. But on the other side, you're saying that you're being charitable. Other places are going to connect with you and say, can you give, can you give? And you give as you want. But the focus here is that you have purchased some items that simply wouldn't sell if you could not repurpose them and you're giving items away responsibly. You're not throwing it in the trash. You're not putting it under your shelving and hoping that a another reason comes around for you to sell the items. And unfortunately, when another reason comes around, 
A lot of times because the item is hidden, you forget that you even have it. So you want to be very mindful of what you have in terms of your inventory and how you can either repurpose it so that it does sell or give it away. And it's wonderful when you make great connections through your charitable concerns and what charities that you connect yourself with. So there's always a way for you to determine what to do with items that you thought were going to sell well, but just didn't. It happens. It happens to the best of us. I have had problems, if you, as you heard, and many other very successful designers have had problems not in the beginning of their businesses, but in the in the middle. Things do happen where we make, we just make a misstep. We think that something's going to sell and it just doesn't. You can go to any retailer today and find a clearance section. There are items that they didn't, they, they thought were going to sell, the, the person who bought the merchandise, and it simply didn't. You are not alone in that situation. And you are also not alone in having solutions for those situations. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for Sell It or Give It Away. Next week, we'll discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.